Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, welcome everybody. Great to be with you. It is a gorgeous, another summer morning. Great opportunity to start the day talking politics, thinking politics, over a contemplative cup of coffee. It's a great thing, ain't it? By the way, if you were uncomfortable yesterday, seriously, because it was pretty warm. I know I was, you know, working around the farm and was not yet in my air-conditioned combine cab because it hasn't uh, gotten uh, to that point yet to where I can actually... No combine, but I'm really close. And for a guy like me who, uh, you know, as a farmer, I, <laughs> folks, I wait all year, all year to make my entire year's income in about a three to four week time period. So things get pretty intense. And it makes it a lot easier on a hot day if you're in an air-conditioned cab or an air-conditioned home or an office. If you weren't yesterday, you're not going to like today either. Which I keep telling you, you could have fixed all of that. I'm not beating you up, folks. I'm just being honest. You could have fixed it all if you'd have called Freedom Heating and Air. Really. It would have been really easy. They could have come out to your place and gotten it fixed early before you were really uncomfortable yesterday. So give them a call. 503-589-1456. actually, 580, my bad. 580-1456. Freedom Heating and Air. Check out their blog. Check out their great website with all the services they can do to make you feel a lot better. Check it out at freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net. Lots going on out there. There are two school initiatives, new petitions that have been launched by Education Freedom for Oregon.com, educationfreedomfororegon.com. These two initiatives, they get enough signatures would say that there would be a school choice amendment to Oregon's constitution for private school and homeschool students. And then another open enrollment amendment for public and charter school students. Now, this means that your child or your grandchildren can attend any school of their choice, including private and religious schools. 
And it's considered public education, public money can be. And again, this is in light of the U.S. Supreme Court ruling. Thank you, Donald Trump. And the other one allows your child or your grandchild to attend any school, regardless of those school district boundaries, because those things are all governed under you know, the educational establishment guards their world very, very carefully. Now, these are both good things. You can read about them uh, a lot more. And you can see them at educationfreedomfororegon.com. Okay, I'm just sharing that with you because I think this is powerful. Again, I've said to you all along, and you know this, Donald Trump's greatest legacy of being president of this country is who he put on the federal bench, not just the Supreme Court, but the appeals courts and the judges. It's a powerful thing. There's other things out there that are important also, including this story about a Georgia ballot harvester turns state's evidence, blows the 2020 election wide open. True the Vote, once again, um, as you know, was very involved in 2,000 mules. Well, they have video of hundreds of ballot harvesters, hundreds, maybe 200, throwing backpacks Full of votes into those ballot drop-off boxes that Mark Zuckerberg made happen with his $400 million. Now, they have in fact revealed the identity of the ballot harvester who is speaking on this video, who claims to have been paid thousands of dollars to harvest ballots in the Atlanta region alone. They have sent those videos of ballots being dumped by backpacks full of, to these, it's illegal to do this, folks, it's illegal to do it in Oregon. They sent the video of that to Brad Raffensperger, who is the very shady Republican, so-called Republican, who is the Secretary of State of Georgia. They have given a video showing 240 people being caught on camera making multiple trips to the ballot boxes. Now, we don't, they write, they don't know what proof the whistleblower has handed over to Raffensberger, but now Raffensberger won't be able to hide it like he has in the past. Because True the Vote has all of this. Just the News reported this, and I'll have this on the show plan so you can read it yourself. It's a detailed complaint from True the Vote. Now, he also has been given the geolocation data of the cell phones of the more than 200 activists seen on the videotapes. Now, they're referring to this guy as John Doe. 
They have not identified him as a cooper. They ha- he is a cooperating witness, but they haven't identified him yet to state authorities. Now that's smart because, well, if Raffensperger and the Republican governor are corrupt, as many say they are, wouldn't matter. Ballot harvesting, folks, is illegal. The ballots delivered may be fraudulent, but they're not illegal. You see, they may be fraudulent in that they may not have really come from a voter who is registered in the state of Georgia. Now, why does this matter? Well, here's the point. The point of all of this, the point of the 2000 Mules movie, it's simply this. Lawful ballots or unlawful ballots cannot be delivered by third parties to drop boxes, even in Oregon. That's the point. It happens here. We know it happens here. We have to stop it. And it's up to us to be aware. To be aware of what's going on in Yuma, Arizona. With all the active investigations and two people already pleading guilty to ballot harvesting. Another person about to plead guilty, we are understanding. Of fraudulently signing people's names to ballots. Those people didn't vote. In fact, True the Vote has video of that in other states. That's what they say. Now... There are other things going on, and we'll get to them as we go along. But I need to address something that I think is important. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line, by the way. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am and jeff at kslm.news. Tomorrow, uh, a quick programming note. Tomorrow, we're going to interview Clay Clark. Again, he was the guy who has been... The organizer behind all of these Reawaken America tour, the great event that we had here in Salem, he is doing this all across the country. They have some new events coming up, including one soon in Spokane, Washington. We're going to talk with him. We'll interview him. It'll be a taped interview. We'll play it for you tomorrow. Today, I'm going to interview Don Powers. Don is an activist who has been very strongly involved in the, well, trying to fix what's broken here. Remember yesterday you heard me talk, trying to fix what's broken in regards to our Oregon's voting. Okay, The Take Action Tour is something else he's involved in. And he is going to be joining us. 
to talk about this at the bottom of the hour today. The Take Action Tour happens Friday, Saturday here in Oregon. This coming Friday and Saturday with Tom Holman. You see Tom uh, often on Fox. He's the He was the acting director of Immigration Customs Enforcement. Mark Fincham, my old buddy, Arizona State Representative from Arizona, running for Secretary of State down there. They have a very corrupt Secretary of State. And Christy Hutcherson. Now, we're going to talk with him about their Take Action Tour, talking about the crisis at the border. All of this plays into the future of this great country. So that interview comes up with him here in a little bit. When we come back from the break, I'm going to address emails I've been getting from some of you about Betsy Johnson. Okay? And how a conservative Christian pro-lifer like me can consider voting for her. Well, I'll share with you why, and I'll ask you questions to consider yourself. As we come back from the bottom of the hour break. By the way, a great side note, Freddie sent me this. uh, I'll have to explain it to you. It's about Plymouth Rock. You know Plymouth Rock, right? From 1620. I'll just shares with you everything you need to know. And I'll tell you why when we come back. It's 620. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Yeah, I got to tell you, the uh, Gateway Pundit story about Jeff Dunham, you know, the puppeteer, mocking uh, Joe Biden is... It really is funny, I I have to say. So also, I I alluded to this. Freddie sent this to me, and I think it's just really uh, powerfully strong. In 1620, you know, Plymouth Rock was discovered, right? Sixteen twenty. There's a picture of this, and it has a picture of the Plymouth Rock. It's a heritage site and so on and so forth. Well, Plymouth Rock is still Plymouth Rock. It is still at sea level. Several hundred years later, the seas have not risen. I mean, a picture's worth a thousand words, right? Yeah, you you would say so. 
So Plymouth Rock is still at the same sea level hundreds of years later. Now the climate alarmist will say to you, well, look, here's the deal. It wasn't until the internal combustion engine, until we started putting all this carbon in the air that the sea is rising. Well, okay, so let's just take the last hundred and, you know, 20 years, 150 years, the industrialized age. Gee, the sea hasn't risen. Plymouth Rock is still there. Picture's worth a thousand words. Hmm. You know, that's something maybe you could, a conversation you could have with somebody, right? Yeah, someone who has bought into or is just curious about all of the climate change stuff. Now, Anna writes an email about ballot harvesting. By the way, you want to send me an email? It's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. And you can uh, call, by the way, and talk about any of the things we're talking about. The U.S. Supreme Court decision on education and how that might impact Oregon with these two ballot initiatives, ballot harvesting. In Oregon, ballot harvesting is legal, she says. One reason we need to vote Amish. (laughs) Well, it's quasi-legal. In Oregon, you still can't um, knowingly commit. You you can't be paid to go do that. Okay, you can't be paid to go pick up ballots for other people. That's still illegal. Yeah, it's quasi-legal because you can deliver someone's ballot to the ballot box but you can't do it if you know it's fraudulent and you can't be paid to do it now kathleen wrote me an email as have others about betsy johnson she said i'm following your recommendations for governor researching betsy's record and i don't like it and drazen is worse this was a comment on betsy's facebook page. So somebody has talked about her voting record here. Yes, she's pro-choice. Okay. She's blocked legislation, which is wrong. Saving a fetus born alive after a failed abortion. She's wrong on. She voted against reopening schools. Teamed up with Kate Brown and Tina Kotek to ensure critical race theory. And they have the bills there taught in kindergarten, by the way, poses school choice and charter schools. That's not true. Even though they say it is with a particular vote. Folks, what this is, is this is a Republican uh, talking point list that somebody has come up with. And it's put it on her Facebook page. Says she's anti-gun. Really? That's news, apparently, to 
uh, all of the Democrats and the news media hitting her for being pro-gun. And they list the things that say she's, and she's anti-business. Really? She is, huh? Oh, and it talks about passing on, you know, the cat tax. She voted against increasing a number of law enforcement officers, anti-police. No, she isn't. And she's progressing because she doubled Oregon state budget in 10 years as the chair of Ways and Means. Well, she wasn't she wasn't Ways and Means co-chair for 10 years, folks. No. She was a Democrat. She isn't a Democrat anymore. She's also said that many of the votes she took, including the cat tax, the gross receipts tax, and tolling, they don't even have that here, are bad votes and she wished she could have them back. I know. She wouldn't say that if she didn't mean it. You're not going to agree with Betsy on everything. But I'll tell you, on the other side of the break, I think you should consider her versus Christine Drazen and certainly versus Kate Brown on crack, otherwise known as Tina Coach. Back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back, friends. Great to have you with us 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Joining us is Don Powers. Don, good morning. How are you? Good morning to you. The Take Action Tour is uh, something you're involved in. It is the uh, the headline here, folks, is um, on the flyer, which you can see at eventbrite.com slash Take Action Tour tickets. It is called Take Action Tour Crisis at the Border. The CCP, which is the Chinese Communist Party, is knocking at our southern borders working with the cartel to take down America. Now, this is an event that's happening, uh, actually kind of starts on the 13th uh, with Christy Hutcherson being here. Uh, Tom Homan and Mark Finchin are here on the 15th and the 16th. Don, why, why are you involved with this and why are you helping make this happen? Well, I, you know, it's interesting that um, the, the, well, the main reason I'm getting involved in it is because uh, when I when I was in Texas a few weeks back, I was having a real good conversation with these folks about about our southern border, and everybody uh, knows that you know they talk about the southern border, they talk about oh the, the migrants, right? And the globalists have done a great job of telling tell us that this is just a matter of people looking for a better life coming over our border. You know, you can't blame them for that. Uh, it's humanitarian and so forth. But what really is happening is a very deliberate destabilization of our southern border. But it's part of a much bigger global 
plan. And it's important for people to understand really, you know, how much uh, is going on down there and just how nefarious it is. So we're not just talking about, you know, human trafficking, right, and child trafficking and drugs, as if those things should be bad enough to alarm every American as it is. But uh, some of the stuff I probably shouldn't, can't even say on the radio, which is part of why we're doing this tour. But some of the things that uh, Christy uh, Hutcherson, for example, she's the founder of uh, Women Fighting for America, and she spent a lot of time down on the border, not just uh, down there talking and, and taking pictures, but actually, um, you know, uh, weapon in hand, helping uh, rescue children and women. And she's got testimony of women talking about, you know, having been raped as many times as, you know, as many as 30 times a day and has come across uh, children uh, in, in very, uh, how do I put it, very, uh, very sad uh, situations. And so we need to bring awareness of what's happening down there and what Tom Holman, you know, he's the former director of, of ICE under President Trump. And he's very, you know, previously he was at the border as a border, uh, also as a border uh what do we call him? Sorry, a, a border um, agent. Excuse me, border patrol agent. So he's been down there. You know, he's he's lived it. He's lived every facet of the border down there. And what we're seeing is a very deliberate and uh, what I would call a uh, coordinated effort to destabilize our border, which is uh, a part of a plan to really take down our country. Right? We look at everything that's happening in our country and. It's kind of what I call the difference between the fruit of the problem and the root of the problem. So a lot of the things that we're seeing, the border issues we're seeing, the um, the, the things we're having you know, to deal with in our schools, the, the economy, the no longer being energy in, you know, dependent food shortages that they're talking about, diesel shortages. So a lot of these things that we're dealing with are all part of a very deliberate plan. So And these are all fruits of that problem. And so what I'm, one of the things to talk about the border is really try to bring into focus things that are going on. So, for example, um, we have uh, Russian troops that are amassing down in Nicaragua. There are the, the Chinese are pushing in through Panama right now, uh, bringing uh, personnel and equipment through the jungle, creating roads through the jungle down there. And the indigenous people are, are fighting them as best they can, of course. But, you know, that's their home. That's their pharmacy. That's their, you know, grocery store, right? That jungle. That's how how they live. But the, the Chinese are pushing in through there, and it's very, it's very deliberate. And these caravans that are coming up are being coordinated uh, with, you know, eighty percent of the people coming over are actually young men between twenty and thirty-five years old. So they've been uh, they've been described by some as you know fighting age males. But uh, we have video and pictures and stuff where we've come across children that, uh, you know, in, in the middle of the night where these, these people are bringing these children over and the children look like they're asleep. And you can see, for example, Christy coming up to one of these men and saying, uh, where's their mom? And he says, well, their mom abandoned us. And then her team is checking these children and they look to be asleep, but they're completely actually passed out. They're, they're drugged up. You, she, they pick up their arms and they just flop. They open their, their eyelids and they're not responding to light. We're talking about some very uh, horrible mm. things that are going on down there. And people need to be aware that this is a deliberate invasion that's coming up to our southern border. Um, we've got Mayorkas going down there and greeting these people. And so it's not the humanitarian side of it is these people are being used by the cartels and the Chinese to push, push drugs, but fentanyl and other drugs across our border. And it's essentially, again, like I said, this destabilization 
I think Reagan was right, you know, when he said that a nation that cannot control its borders isn't really a country. We're talking with Don Powers. He's an activist and a businessman from Clackamas County. This is the Take Action Tour, folks. It begins actually with Christy um, here on the 13th, which is two days from now, and culminates on Friday and Saturday on the 15th, the 16th, with Tom Holman and Mark Fincham. Mark Fincham is an old friend of mine. He's running for Secretary of State down in Arizona. He's a state representative down there. Been right in the middle of all of this stuff. So, folks, you can purchase tickets for this as low as $10 for any of these events. They're going to be in Bend on Friday. They're going to be in Salem on Saturday. Then Clackamas Saturday evening. So the Salem event is 1 to 3 p.m. It's kind of a quick stop. And, Don, you're, uh, you're selling tickets to help cover the costs uh, of this, uh, and you're doing that through Eventbrite, and people, you can go to eventbrite.com and find uh, the Take Action Tour. Now, yeah, Take Action Tour, I believe that the, the URL is you can take actiontour.eventbrite.com, takeactiontour.eventbrite.com. And yeah, we're selling the tickets because, you know, it's costing, I'm, I'm personally sponsoring this trip, so it's costing me about $12,000 to bring them here between flights, hotels, travel, security, and so forth. So um, not trying to make a nickel off of anything. We're just trying to get the expenses covered so that um, as best we can, so that uh, we've had a few people d- generate um, some nice donations, which has been nice to try to help out the cost. Um, and that's the goal is just to try to cover up, to get this very important message out to people, because what's happening at this border is, uh, really unconscionable and it will, it'll shake you, but we're also going to have some solutions. You know, it's not just going to be one of those things that makes you walk away with a bellyache going, Oh my, um, we're also going to talk to people and explain to them some things that they can be doing, some active things they can be doing. For example, What's the responsibility of your sheriff in, in your community? Educate the people as to that. Educate the sheriffs about it. And once, if the if the sheriffs step up and do their duty, they need to know that the people are behind them and they're going to support them in doing that. So there's a, there's a lot of things that we're going to talk about um, as far as that strategy goes, uh, and ways that they can you know try to affect what's going on. But I think the most important thing is the awareness of how severe this is and how serious this is. And I think it's important, too, for people to understand this is not a red or a blue issue, right? This is, this is our American sovereignty. This is, the, this is the, the, uh, you know, our national sovereignty and national security, and everybody should be concerned, concerned about our national security. Well, absolutely. I mean, you know, it just, it's not just the incredible amounts of drugs, fentanyl, that's coming across that southern border, which is directly from China traceably so and it's not just uh terrorism because there have been a number of terrorists that have been caught it's the bad guys that are just evil people that are coming from these foreign countries illegally breaking our laws and are coming into our communities and the biden administration is aiding and abetting that now all of that are important reasons why people need to be aware of it and that's why i'm glad you're part of the you're sponsoring the Take Action Tour. Again, folks, go to eventbrite.com. You can buy tickets, and I will have the actual link to this 
up on the show plan. You can see that on the KSLM podcast page. Click on local podcast, political coffees at the top. You'll be able to do that here in a few minutes. Now, in the last couple of minutes, the the real thing that needs to come out of this is what you alluded to, and that is to not just educate people, but to spur them to action. Is anybody else doing a tour like this around the country other than what you're doing here in Oregon? Well, this is the start of, of that. The, the, the goal is to use this as the first run and then begin to, to do this around the country. So there's no other tour like this necessarily, but I do know that uh, Tom Holman is, uh, has an organization also. I'd like to, to bring people's awareness to, of that, which is defendtheborder.org. And he's doing some really uh, fantastic things with that. So this is kind of a, a combination of getting people more aware of what, uh, what Christie's doing with Women Fighting for America and what uh, Tom is doing with DefendTheBorder.org. Um, so it's a, it's a movement across the country, and I'm just you know, fortunate enough to, to know these people and have done some other work with them. And I get a chance to help you know, bring awareness to this stuff here in Oregon. So whether the Take Action Tour continues as such across the country, or it's just a catalyst to help get these other things moving um, is really uh, my primary goal and awareness. After, after that, um, you know, we'll just see where, where it takes, uh, takes us. But my goal was just to, you know, bring it to Oregon. Don, thank you. Kudos to you right. for stepping up. Folks, you need to be involved. You need to be aware and educated, number one, and then you need to be involved. Thank you, and thank you very much. Appreciate you. Thank you, Don. Back in a moment, 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. We'll go right to the phones. We'll start with Jim. Jim, good morning. Welcome. Your thoughts today. I want to talk about the three political stooges we got running for governor. You know, okay. all you got to do if you're Chris Grayson is just have someone pick you and give you a bunch of money and put up a sign and you're the front runner for the Republicans. You know, it's uh, taxation out representation. You know, we're the conservative. We're a pretty large block in Oregon, 30, 40% of us. And we got no vote at all on our governor because uh, the rich people come in and control everything. Give us three uh, corporate stooges to vote for. So who would you recommend then? Uh, I, I, they've got complete control of Oregon. It don't bode well for us because now you got your, your false flags can come in, your, your mass mandates can come back, you know, and they, it's all political theater until, until the conservatives get together and form their own group or some type. We have no power at all. Well, there is a conservative party out there. It's called the constitution party. Um, they're very small. They haven't been able to grow. So how is, I mean, if, if we formed a conservative group, then the best way to do that, in my mind, is for conservatives to take over 
the Oregon Republican Party. And that sort of has happened, hasn't it, in some places, but not all places? I don't think so. I mean, I listened to the, uh, the Constitution Party guy running for governor for an hour last night, and that's what got me stirred up. You know, until we wake up and realize that we have the power, we're citizens, and we don't have to take this anymore, we're, we have no power at all. I mean, I'm being taxed to death, but I have no vote in the governorship. I have no vote. In, you know, I mean, it, it's a grassroots thing. I'll admit that. That's why I'm calling it. At least I got a chance to voice my opinion that I'm being taxed out, no representation. You know, yeah, I mean, sadly, they don't, uh, the main job of, of a is politician is to protect my God-given rights, and I don't see any of them three stooges going to do that. Yeah, they uh, they all have problems with protecting your God-given <laughs> rights. Thanks, Jim. I appreciate it. Let's uh, move to Art. Art, good morning. Your thoughts. Welcome. Jim, I feel your pain, but I'm going to vote. And I don't want to throw away my vote, uh, but we do need to get organized to make things better in the state of Oregon. There is no dang doubt about that. Um, I, w- I wanted to comment, Jeff, real quickly uh, on the guy you just had on. Uh, there, and, and everybody should be afraid, very, very afraid. Uh, about the CCP, the Communist Chinese Party, uh, because they want to control us and they want us to be their servants. Uh, and so uh, we need to wake up and we definitely uh, need to fight very, very hard. Uh, there's a national expert who is on talk shows all the time, uh, Levin and, and others. His name is Gordon Chang, and he's an expert. He's throwing up the red flag all the time on the CCP. Uh, and, of course, we know uh, that it's a real threat uh, to our republic, and we do have a republic, which people would get that uh, straight, uh, but they don't. Uh, But thanks for bringing him on this morning, Jeff. Uh, You know, not only uh, is the gentleman you just had on very, very right, uh, there are experts uh, who are mourning about the Communist Chinese Party and others uh, that uh, we're uh, we're in real danger. I mean, no uh, communist person uh, should own property in the United States in America, but uh, the Chinese are buying up our farmland, and uh, along with Bill Gates. Along with Bill Gates, and don't get me started on Bill Gates, he he believes in uh, controlling the population of the world, uh, and that's why we're having all this stuff going on. Uh, You're right. Art, i got to let you go, unfortunately, friend. Um, I I, I have to. I appreciate it. Um, Folks, 
want to remind you, Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, is a contractor you can trust. If you don't believe me, go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com, and literally look at the great high-quality projects that he has done for other people and read their comments. That ought to give you a lot of confidence that when you hire Righteous Renovations, Eric Azer, and you heard him on this show, you can have the confidence he's going to do the job right for you. Absolutely. To those of you who are under trying to figure out how I can vote for someone who's pro-abortion, I don't like it. I don't want to. There are, in fact, Rosalie sent me this. She said, I could never vote for someone who thinks it's all right to kill babies just before they're born. So let me ask you this, Rosalie, did you vote for Newt Bueller? He was pro-choice. He was a Republican. He just wasn't pro-choice enough, according to Kate Brown. Folks, the pro-choice issue is deeply important, deeply important to me. I want a pro-choice governor. I want pro, or rather, I want a pro-life governor. I don't want pro-choice. I disagree with Betsy on this strongly. It's not right. It's not moral. It's wrong. The reality is it ain't going to change in Oregon. We already have the most liberal abortion laws in the nation, the exception of the one they're trying to pass in California. We can literally kill a baby for 14 days after it's been actually born, which is murder. Nothing's going to change, even with Christine Drazen as governor. You really think that a Democrat-controlled legislature, even if it's more Republican, because Republicans will win some seats, they're not going to put a bill on Christine Drazen's desk to change anything in Oregon as governor. It's not going to change. So what else would change? Well, I'll tell you what. Betsy knows that government's got to get cleaned up. She's had to put up with it. We're talking state government. She knows a lot of other things. No, she is not anti-business and she's not anti-gun. And no, she did not vote for any of the anti-gun bills. There's other things, too. But my point is simply this. Yeah, I want a pro-life governor. But you know what? The abortion issue is not going to be in play in this upcoming legislative session. But a lot of other things are. We'll get to all of that. We've got lots more time to talk about it. Rebecca, sorry I couldn't get to you today. See you tomorrow, friends.